Please be seated. Now is the time in our service when we observe the Lord's table together as a body. We use this time as scripture commands us, as a sober reminder of and a proclamation of the body and blood shed by Jesus. In order to aid us in our remembrance, we will be reading from God's word in the book of Colossians. And if you don't have a Bible with you, we would love to put one in your hands. We have some men who are going to be coming up with some Bibles. Uh, Please just raise your hand if you need one uh, as they come up. We'll be in the book of Colossians, again, chapter 1, starting in verse 21. It's Colossians 1, verse 21. Uh, If you have one of those guest Bibles, it'll be toward the back on page 157. Paul writes in Colossians 1, 21. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. Everybody starts in the same place in their relationship with Jesus. I may not know you. I may not know your life situation, but I know at least one thing about you. You were born an enemy of God. Regardless of who you are or what your situation is, you either were or you are an enemy of God. Each and every person, regardless of worldly status, is born a rebel, an enemy of God. And in verse 21, Paul uses strong language to communicate this. This strong language is language that much of modern Christianity strives to avoid. But it's what the Bible tells us. The Bible says it's clear. If you are not one who has surrendered to God, then you are totally alienated from him. If you are not one who has accepted God as your Savior and Lord, then you are, you are his enemy because of his evil behavior. Now, to be an enemy of God is certainly not a desirable standing, but this is who we are unless our hearts are changed. The good news, the gospel, is that in spite of our standing as enemies of God, in, fe- in spite of the fact that we are born in abject opposition to God, he offers us hope. He offers us redemption. This gracious gift of God's redemption is offered through the body and blood sacrificed by Jesus on the cross. We see in verse 22 that reconciliation is readily available through the sacrificial death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Those who seek God's forgiveness, surrendering their lives to him, are redeemed by the blood of Jesus. I said earlier that everyone is born an enemy of God. There is one exception. This is the season when our culture spends some extra time focusing on the birth of Jesus. What's so great about Jesus is that he is the exception to this rule. He is the only person ever born who wasn't in abject opposition to God. And that's because Jesus is God in the flesh. We see in the Bible that Jesus was born and lived a perfect life on earth. He was both fully God and he was fully man. He came to earth knowing that he would die an unimaginably anguishing death. The God-man, murdered and treated as scum. And in his death, he took upon him the sins of all who would believe. This allows God to view all those who believe on Jesus as if they were clothed in the very righteousness of Christ. Verse 22 says that he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. The gracious gift of salvation could only be accomplished through the death of Jesus. 
If you have faith in Jesus, you will be presented before God as holy in his sight, without blemish and free from accusation. Jesus conquered physical death in his resurrection, and he gave the the believer victory over spiritual death, so that, believer, you are no longer an enemy of God. At Christmas time, we hear a lot about hope and we hear a lot about joy. Um, let's not let our culture dictate how we uh, define those terms. Let's not fall into the same error that our culture makes. Let's not settle for anything less than the true reason for hope and joy. Christian, you have hope because Jesus came to save you from a hopeless situation. Christian, you have hope because you were saved from God's wrath, by God from God's wrath. Christian, you have joy because God reconciled you by Jesus' death and resurrection so that he now views you as holy in his sight. Christian, you have joy because your status was changed from rebel to friend because of the grace of God. Rejoice in the hope and joy found in Jesus. Christian, worship God with hope and joy for the change that he has wrought in your life through his death and resurrection. Now, if you're not a believer, then you don't have these same reasons for hope and joy. God sees you as his enemy right now because of your behavior, the verse says. But know that he has offered you redemption through his son. I implore you, confess your sins to God. Submit yourself to him. Repent. Experience redemption reconciliation, and true joy that can only be known through Christ. If you have any questions about this reconciliation, please see me, an elder, whoever brought you. If you won't accept Jesus at this time, if you're not uh, willing to repent at this time, please let the bread and the juice pass as they come by. This is a time for believers to remember the reconciliation that we have through Jesus. Um, We're going to have some moments of silence. I ask you to take this time to contemplate your standing before God and consider where you really are placing your hope. Christians, remember the miracle of your redemption and reconciliation. Remember who you were, an enemy, and remember who you are now through Christ. You were God's enemy, but you were saved by the grace of God through his sacrifice. He looks upon you as if you were clothed in the righteousness of Christ. Take this time of silence to contemplate your relationship with God and how you are living in the light of his great gift. And then let's praise him for the true hope and true joy that are yours because of his death and resurrection. Praise him for the deep, deep love of Jesus who came to die. Confess any known sin, and when your heart is prepared, joyfully drink the juice and eat the bread, which represent his body and blood that were shed for you. Men, please serve us.